0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Music. Uh, Last episode we had Dylan and we talked about The Strokes' debut album, Is This It? So in this episode we're going to be talking about their follow-up album, Room on Fire. Then we'll talk a little bit about their third album, First Impressions of the Earth. Followed up by just a little bit of what happened at the end of their career. So I so okay. We're gonna start with Room of Fire now. This came out in 2003, so two years after their debut album. And <laughs> I know, I know, you and I have a lot of opinions about this album. <laughs> uh, my first one is I, I just I don't like this first song here. I yeah, I don't know why, but I just don't like it
1: his voice sounds worn out
0: (laughs) but but it always kind of sounds like that you know like he always kind of you know, I, I I really don't. He he definitely didn't take care of his voice. He was probably like smoking and drinking a lot at around this time.
1: Yeah. The weird thing about this album is I had this weird belief that every song was better than the last, almost, not completely.
0: Really? Wow. Not
1: completely. Okay. There's some. Okay. There's some peaks. There's some peaks. Okay. Okay. But okay. like, but it evolves in an interesting unfolding where. Like, especially, like, the last seven songs are just, like, this upward rise type thing.
0: Um, yeah, I would agree that Room on Fire flows better from track to track, especially, yeah, from the middle onwards. But I would disagree in that I feel like the individual tracks for Is This It? uh, Although less complicated, I believe they stand out more individually. These first couple of songs, I I I just
1: I know you love Reptilia.
0: I, yes, I do I do love Reptilia, but I was still confused because like this, like I don't think they found their footing yet in these first four songs until they get to you talk way too much. And this is my belief, but as soon as you talk way too much hits, it's like the car just goes and you just get like amazing song after amazing song after amazing song after amazing song and then but I think that's, yeah.
1: that's the way you do it like like, mm. like if you if you want like a I, th- I feel like they wanted cult fans
0: mm-hmm.
1: they didn't want to be a big band and this is like a little mm-hmm. bit of a response mm-hmm. to the first album mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and they set it up so like it's, it's all that way that like you have to get through the album to get through the the Mm -hmm. magic type okay yeah like 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 it's not front it's not front Uh, stacked
0: mm -hmm. yeah and i was i was gonna say i feel like uh this first these first couple of songs these first three songs especially are kind of indicative of where they were heading with first impressions right like listen to this part here like it sounds like something off first impressions uh right here Right? Right? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this it's arguably the worst song on the album, but I still like it. But I, mm-hmm. I do love an album and just how it it kind of builds.
0: Yeah. But I just, I just wish like if they started with Reptilia, I think that would have been much stronger like i just feel like reptilia would have made more sense as the first single because it still has that intro with the one to four chord progression that they loved using for is this it uh and it still has that like manic energy that you and i both love from is this it um but it's yeah definitely much more weirder and chaotic like it it doesn't even have a, a chorus you know, so I I feel like they thought it was too risky at the time, but I think it would have been much better as the first single than is than twelve fifty one. There's nothing quite like *Griptilia* on on *Is the same On
1: any on any other album? Oh uh, yeah, anything very...
0: right? It's that's a weird song. That's a very unconventional song. Yeah. So,
1: and so is automatic yeah. stop. Automatic stop's very unconventional.
0: Yeah yeah i would say so but this is like i i just don't know like this is like like a b side off first impressions or something i, I don't know like you know it's just it's just it's just it didn't like it doesn't have that charm that the first album had and it's a little confusing
1: it sounds yeah. bitter it sounds like a bitter song to me Okay. Like like lyrically, lyrically? And, and, okay. mu- and musically. Okay, that's it, fair. And, that's and emotionally. Fair. And emotionally it feels bitter.
0: Yeah. But you know, why not put that over here, right? Because these songs are kind of bitter, uh in in terms of their emotion, right? So I feel like this but it would
1: ruin that upward momentum. I uh, feel tr- like they want upward true. momentum. True, yeah. To me, that's my favorite thing when I'm listening to an album and like it just like like a lot of my favorite albums, it just keeps getting better, and you're like, Holy shit, how can I get better than this?
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I know like tone is important to start.
0: Yeah, but like something about like I don't know to me, yeah. Maybe I'm biased because like I just have a big uh, I don't know, a big boner for a strong opening. Or, or just, the, or like, the, okay, it doesn't have to be like a strong opener. Like, it's just, I think your first song has to, it, it kind of, it has to, it, it says a lot about the album. It's, it's very indicative of what's coming up, right? Like, uh, like for example, uh, I love everything in its right place, right? It's like, okay, we're not doing the guitar work anymore. We're going in this direction with like synths and stuff. Uh, and it just sets the tone for like the whole album you know Uh, but yeah Yeah. that's my that's and and i do like
1: that album more i do like kid a more than than any strokes album but but like um and and there's so many ways to set up like like in my opinion and not everybody agrees with this everything is right place is like is great And Kid A is even more like holy shit, like -hmm. like it it just blows my mind how great that intro is and how much how well that song flows.
0: Yes, yeah, I agree with you. But can you imagine if they started the album with Kid A rather than everything in its right place? Oh yeah. But I feel like I feel like (laughs) the
1: method, like say the Beatles with like Tax Men.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Like like I feel like that's a great opener. The method was like, let's give a first song huge, second song a little bit back. Okay. But, yeah. But there's just so many different ways to do it, to mm-hmm. keep people on their toes. But I understand what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, if you're listening and the first song doesn't grab you, yeah, you disconnect. And I understand that. I understand that.
0: But, but it's not necessarily even grab. It's just, yeah, grabbing helps. But I think it needs to be, you kind of, it's kind of foreshadow. Sorry, what? Moody? Oh, uh, it could be like as long as it like. What I mean is like you you want to foreshadow what's going like to be the coming. Book? Yeah, either yeah, either catch your attention from the beginning, grab you by the balls, or 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 you're foreshadowing what what's to come. You know, and you I, know think- I
1: always felt I, was, I always yeah, felt so- that this song was like ha- how the story starts like like okay. the first line is i want to be forgotten <laughs> but but i'm not saying like that excuses it and i'm not yeah. saying this is like,
0: <laughs> okay i get it. i get your point yeah i'm not
1: saying this excuses it and I, yeah. I don't and i don't think both either of the first two albums are perfect
0: yeah i get your point yeah
1: but 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 like yeah like like it's not my it's my least favorite song on the album i think i yeah. do like 1251
0: more yeah yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I don't even know any of these first four would have been a good opener. Um, I think we're, I think we're
0: telling you like I would like. Wouldn't you like? Wouldn't this be cool if the album just started like this? Like,
1: okay, can we hear the beginning of Automatic oh. Stop in twelve fifty one?
0: Okay, this is weird. It takes like a couple of seconds. Yeah, and I think this was the way that they had it on the album. It took like a couple of seconds before the song started.
1: And that usually means that the float of the songs together is not so good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's...
1: Um, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, the flow is not great at the beginning. Yeah. This is a bold song, in my opinion. It, it is. It is. The most bold songs beyond the first song are at the beginning of the album. Mm,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then under control, I guess.
0: I'm. I'm really glad, uh, yeah, yeah, this, this, this guitar track is recorded so cleanly. Yeah. yeah. Cleaner than anything else. It's like, so right?
1: intricate. Yeah. Like, like you have to be listening to each other, but you're all doing something completely different. Like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. and then this part oh the guitar
1: line yeah
0: Yeah, definitely already anything everything in this first minute is already more complicated than anything on uh, is this it
1: and so many changes yeah Even the second time around, they're changing it.
0: Yeah. I'm not your friend. I never was.
1: (laughs) And you, you don't like 1251, right? I feel like it's no it's very it's very flat for the strokes it's very flat for the strokes but yeah I like it. but it's very flat
0: yeah and I, think... I do think it's the
1: second worst on the album too
0: yeah and i think it's part of why there was a lot of criticism for this
1: album oh because it's the first single yeah
0: it was the first single and like it just did not have that charm that they did this really well with their first with is this it is uh their singles were very uh you could like, kind of dance to it there was a dance vibe going you could dance to last night you could dance to someday, but you the cannot were dance simple. Yeah. And they yeah stayed exactly,
1: and they exactly. stayed kind of that way
0: you you cannot dance to this like it's a cool video though it's a cool video let's watch the video it's a cool video I'll give them. I'm kind of glad that, like, you know, looking at the 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 the, how many listens like each song has on the album, I'm glad that people remember this Reptilia more than 1251.
1: But that's—I don't know what would have happened if um, rock band didn't promote Reptilia, though. That's true.
0: That. Yeah, that game did wonders for this
1: this song. It was such a fun song to play on rock band.
0: It like come to think of it, like it really didn't get it didn't get like any play on the radio. It didn't get any play on much music. Uh,
1: if that was first, yeah. it might have. It might have.
0: Yeah, may yeah, but it's like wow, I just can't believe. Like I, I think like as soon as this was received, really poorly like I I think it didn't it it like charted like really poorly as soon as they found that out they like just like gave up on this band
1: it's a hard (laughs) to market album because it's not like as verse chorus verse as the as the first album too yeah it's it's like that does exist but it's like the hooks are yeah they're not as they're different They're, they're there's more of them but they're not as big
0: yeah yeah and the the rhythms are more complicated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I re- I remember like listening to this when I was I was still very young, right? I think
1: it was like, and harder 12. to sing along with. Harder to sing along with.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I remember I I think I was 12 and like I still listen to this song, but I just remember it it definitely it gave me a different vibe compared to uh, last night or, or someday it's a very different vibe it was like kind of like futuristic like you know um,
1: it's the only song with synths yeah. I think from the first two albums
0: I th- it's it's weird I think it's like I think it's Valenzi playing that very synth like line but yeah it does it's so modified that it sounds like a, a synth like,
1: let's listen to it and it has the claps the hand claps.
0: Oh yeah, Bop bop bop, bop, bop. <laughs> See, it still has that one-four progression, but it's it's just it's just so it's, it's, <laughs> it's just so boring. Like yeah, it's slower, it's slower, and it's like I, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But but yeah, I do like, remember that that line that Valenzi's playing, it stuck out.
1: I wonder if you would like it if it was at like 1.25 speed on YouTube.
0: Let's see. Let's see that I mean, So this is one 1.25 speed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's pretty good (laughs) it's catchier for sure
0: yeah yeah
1: like the the hooks are bigger because it's faster
0: yeah and and like they would have to arrange it a little differently, but yeah, like I think if they aimed for a faster tempo song for this, just changed it, you know, yeah, arranged it a little different. I think it would have sold better, my opinion. I remember seeing Valencia I was like, wow, this is like this was such a cool style. Like I wanted to look like this, you know, the the, the ripped jeans or the like this cool, cool striped dress shirt. And then his hair, like, you know, covering his face. I I thought that was such a cool look.
1: He was the most nonchalant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They all kind of are. I mean, like, look look at him. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) He, he, He probably has the most movement. Albert probably has the most movement uh, when he's playing, like, yep. like, there's, there's, yeah, there's like a groove to his playing, but he's he's just very, so focused on what he's doing on the guitar, and I thought that was kind of cool because I never seen a guitarist, and not really moving or doing anything else.
1: It it is kind of Shook Shook almost <laughs> he's uh, kind of robotic. Yeah, yeah. Like like it's like an android yeah. playing, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember yeah. this. I remember when this came out yeah and I was so excited I was dating somebody, and it was mm-hmm. one of her favorite bands and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it came out, and we both liked it but yeah. but it was like I wonder what else is in store for us so it was yeah. it was exciting as a fan to anticipate uh-huh uh-huh like- yeah. they're like they're they're bringing stuff that's different to the table
0: y- yeah like so i think it was just too much you know you know how we say that we feel like first impressions was just a too sudden of a change right and i think this was too sudden of a change too right because right in the first like videos like you were paying tribute to like 70s stuff right you had like the leather jackets and and and, and the jeans jackets Tron. yeah exactly so it's like stick with that theme right if you're going for a futuristic spacey sound then you got to stick with that all the way but like there's not any other song on the album that has the spacey futuristic theme you know so it was just it was just a like a misdirection and so I feel like people got confused yeah and you're right you're right about like how Valenzi kind of looks like like an android and I think that's what I liked about it because like I'm a bit of an android too
1: (laughs) it's cool you know what science fiction movies are interesting because Almost always, when they have an android, it's the most interesting character in the movie. Yeah. The androids have more personality than the humans. It's it's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, like it's,
0: Star Trek talked a bit about that too, right? Like
1: Star Trek, like like Blade Runner, like yeah, yeah, um, even Interstellar. I remember being mm. like, I know lots of people loved it. I I thought it was mostly boring, but I love the androids or the robot characters.
0: Okay. yeah. So that's funny yeah like you said it's a statement like robots are going to have more personality than humans in in the future
1: <laughs> we're almost de- they were they're like human beings are depressed a lot in the future
0: yeah i i think they made a good prediction <laughs> that's where we're heading at for sure <laughs> with our phones
1: it's it's beautifully blue the color scheme's great so Tron like what I
0: yeah I so
1: confused by this this video like but under control is the most easy to do 70s I feel like
0: yeah yeah and that would have been a risk too for sure if you made that a single
1: and it's also what do you follow that up with like I love that one and I wanted that a single but what do you follow it up with? Yeah, I'm sure there's a Reddit thread for making "Under Control" a single, or, or like you know, how would it have done yeah. it as a single?
0: And who knows, you know, maybe it would have been received well. Maybe it would have received poorly. Okay, this bridge is kind of cool. This is the coolest part of the song, right here, and the then it turn, it turns, yeah, and it turns red. So that was that's kind of cool. But everything else in the song is just so lame.
1: You like the part that builds.
0: Uh, Yeah, this part,
1: right? It speeds up a bit, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love love this line. Yeah, I love the line. (laughs) That's such a cool melody.
1: Love that melody. It's not a pop song for sure. No.
0: No. <laughs> can, like, can you imagine like giving this melody to a pop artist and be like, okay, make a song out of this. <laughs> How do you turn that into a pop song? <laughs>
1: oh, this could definitely be like the music's poppier than the The vocals.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I don't think we were ready for that. Especially not in the 2000s. Where we're all hyper-focused on the vocals.
1: I wonder if they market-tested this album in every song that could have been a potential single failed miserably. And they're just like, fuck it, this one. (laughs) Possible.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I could see every song in a test group failing miserably. The flow of this album, I know it's coming next all the time. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dim, yeah. Dim, dim, yeah. Dim, dim.
0: I know as soon as the song picks up, the whole album picks up, and it never stops. Dim, 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 yeah. Dim, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. But every song, every song, I just know what's next because I feel like the flow is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love that guitar line.
1: The, the tones are so great
0: what well, the, the bass the bass is kind of like a like like beach boys
1: and and this solo is one of their most melodic for me and he's more manic again
0: I, I, I never noticed how Beach Boys isn't this, doesn't this verse remind you of Beach Boys? You know, like do, one do, of do, the one of the surf stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Even even a bit earlier too, like this yeah. than surf stuff, but like,
0: yeah,
1: like po- post um Brian Wilson, just just yeah. when he left.
0: Yeah. one thing that i feel like a lot of people overlook about this band is how great their instrumentation is see how like his vocals here go down right so but but then the guitar goes up right so they're covering like a wider spectrum of like of pitches yeah
1: the yeah, guitars like, rarely they don't interfere with his voice anymore yeah
0: right and you, yeah and it's clear right that makes it more interesting right when you don't have overlap uh and right and that takes a uh, you really have to takes a good songwriter to be able to pull that off right right, right here like right? yeah that, it's so cool
1: so maybe and I love the flow. It's just, and, yeah, and this is gonna flow into yeah. the next song so well. Yeah, yep. It never it just stops keeps flowing.
0: Yeah, never stops. As soon as it hits the song. I'm-
2: and
1: and and this is so much more crafted than anything on is this it
0: Mm -hmm. yep yeah and again i think it gets even more complicated as it goes on
1: yeah oh i think automatic stop and reptilia
0: yeah yeah might be the co- sure. most
1: complicated but any it's hard to say they're just For not sure. those not just not the first and fourth song
0: yeah yeah and this is such a good pace change in pace
1: I think the last song might have been the end of the first side in yeah. this song. I yeah. the bass line coming up is so good. Yeah. I love I, the bass to this yeah. song.
0: Yeah. I I just remember like them it's like I'm always interested in, in the instrumentation in this song. Like I always forget what the chorus sounds like, but like I just know I'm just intrigued the whole way through.
1: You're like following along. You're, yeah, yeah. It's like a a ride.
0: Yeah, and and that's what, and that's what like I think was missing in the first like four songs, right? These two songs, it's like they they it's really obvious like where it's well, going, but it's still interesting. It's still I think in. like yeah.
1: Don't you know like with albums how it's like side A and side B, and like a lot of bands they stack the side A,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. and then they there's like the side A is like a lot better in many people's minds than the side b yeah yeah so this album if they flipped it and between love and hate was the first song i think people would be able to stomach it better
0: okay if they just started off with this
1: like the second side is the first side and the first side is the second side type interesting because people don't care about the second side
0: hmm i wonder i wonder what that'd be tough though starting an album like this though Uh, starting album uh. Uh, that could work yeah it could work okay yeah
1: it's a good intro
0: yeah it could work yeah yeah I never noticed how many different parts there were in this song I always knew this was a great song but
1: it's ever changing
0: yeah Yeah.
1: Every two bars you have something new coming in.
0: And then there's two changes before it even gets to the chorus. Right, there's This is great.
1: This would have been a good single actually.
0: Maybe. I love oh. this change. Yeah, look at this change. What a great change.
1: Just asked you not to sing along with him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. And then, and then, and then this guitar solo. Now, 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 now.
1: It's interesting. Yeah.
0: I love how calm, love how calm and serene he is when, when the second verse comes around.
1: And that drum hit and bass, like yeah. it floats so well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The bass. D- Like, like, sometimes less is good, right? And, like, they took away a few things. Like, this verse compared to the first verse, right? There's, like, a little less. And yeah. that's what makes this verse stand out, right? Because all the other...
1: huh? It's always changing. Yeah. They're never repeating themselves mm-hmm. in and this like, song.
0: Like, all the other bands, like, around this time, it was, like, always, like, more, more, what can I do to add to this part? and and make it more ADD friendly but sometimes you got to take it away and then right less is more sometimes yeah I got, got soul, but I'm not a soldier.
1: <laughs> it's Ballot To right?
2: Niro.
1: Too bad Frank Sinatra such... was not alive.
0: It's, there's such a great balance. There's like... Th- three distinct like melodies going on and it's like there's such a balance between all three love the sudden end
2: before
0: it lingers too much oh my gosh I think this might be my favorite song on the album uh, meet me in the bathroom god I love this song such incredible guitar play between the two of them
2: Promises.
0: I love love this guitar part.
1: Okay. i just i don't know it's so hard to pick all these last all the songs from five onward are just yeah so fun. i
0: i know and yeah and that's what makes it even more magical is, and, and then it
1: leads into under control
0: oh my god and
1: and what a perfect intro oh under control god. is such a good intro da, da, da. so yeah. memorable
0: can, can we just talk, I just want to show you a video where um,
1: this the, the guy
0: breaks down the guitar parts.
1: It's another reason why I like the second album so much is that it's such a good balance of all the instruments. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think I'm starting, like, for, for a long time, it was very hard for me to, to like it more than Is This It? just because of how much of an impact, like, Is This It had on me uh, at that age. But, and the, yeah, and
1: the yelling is fun. The yelling yes. is so much fun.
0: Yes, but <laughs> definitely much more constructed. Much more constructed uh, in this this album. Like again, like and more of that right that that stroke signature thing. He's holding. Um, it's a beautiful. He's holding a, he's a, holding a B note right, but changing. So so these are uh, double stops right. So he's holding a B note on the top. He's changing the note underneath it.
1: I can imagine a choir singing this yeah
0: yeah
1: like those yeah. chords
0: yeah yeah you have to might have to slow it down a little right take a so that it's not so much about rock and roll right but yeah you slow it down a little i can see it love that that slide <laughs> Like and that's emulating, that's supporting what he's singing with the melody, right? Then I don't mean much, right? So so the guitar, right, supporting that perfectly at the end there. Like it's that's such great songwriting. That is incredible songwriting. (laughs) And one of my favorite lyrics of uh, this song is, "You you trained me not to love, after you taught me what it was." Love that line. Mm. I'm just so in awe by the guitar that I always forget. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's complicated.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's a good bassist. Yeah. Um like he understands what 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 how to fill in how to fill in that space, yeah, really well.
1: To end up like simple and complicated. He can do both.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think they all can. And I think that's the magic of of all of them. They can be simple, they can be complicated, and they can switch it.
1: I feel like want. the drummer is always pretty simple, but but that's a good thing. That's mm. the you need mm-hmm. you need somebody. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to not ever be. A, sh- a showy person the, like a foundation He did a foundation, a foundation. The,
0: there's moments in in first impressions i think he there's the moments where he shines like in uh uh vision of Vision. uh and even some of those fills in in the chorus of the, the only events yeah there's moments yeah. where he shines yeah. You love this song. I know you love this song.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I I think it's just such a classic. It sounds timeless. It's just a great combination of like
0: uh, it's like you know, 60s that 60s sound.
1: Early to mid 60s. Yeah,
0: my dad like loved that stuff. And you said like a bit of like reggae too, right? Like that laid There's
1: something about it. I think like that's yeah. the slides and like yeah. Maybe even the drum rhythm.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: want your time. I don't want to It's kind of sexy, and the strokes are rarely sexy.
0: <laughs> Never thought of it that way. Interesting. they're so cautious of never being well sometimes they yeah especially in first impressions like they they can be cheesy but i think especially these first two albums they never cheesed it up too much they were always very careful about over cheesing it and i i respect that
1: That's catchy. Yeah. I don't want to change your I don't want to change the I just
0: want to go. I think I think this is one song where where they could have milked his vocals and put it like above Everything yeah. else, yeah,
1: yeah, they could have boosted it, yeah, they they could have made it sound more full, too,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: like even more bass,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, make it sexier, yeah. saying they're t- tasteful. Like, this might be their mo- one of their most tasteful songs. Too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can see that. They've definitely never done anything quite like this, and they never did afterwards.
1: It could be a slow dance song.
0: Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I love how he pushed that at the end.
1: It was his like highest full yeah. voice and at his, his lowest yeah. at the yeah. same line. And now
0: and yeah, that's not. It's not easy to hit that clean. I think that's like near his tip of his range at the time.
1: You're under control, and he drops it like all, all the way down to his lowest there mm-hmm. too.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can just look a little bit of the guitar play that's going on it's great guitar play
1: yeah that the the folding hands right like it's so perfectly fits together
0: <laughs> yeah see they're doing the same chords here but different inversions right so they're covering a wider spectrum of pitches and stuff right yeah this part it's like such great changes like within within both parts right and it's like and it just like fluctuates like perfectly together like yeah
1: what so the next one is which one again
0: uh I love this one the the way it is I love that cr- this,
1: huh? oh sorry this might be the most similar to any song on the first album you're right
0: you're right yeah
1: and I love I love it it has it has the it's the most rambunctious yeah it's the most yeah. rambunctious song
0: that's a like, yeah that's a good word for it I love that crazy guitar tone that like I think the playing playing <clears throat> and it's done like in such an annoying way it's like a like a kid like nagging at you it's,
1: it's like it seems like a song of frustration for sure yeah yeah and, and, and there's so much aggression
0: jaded you feel, you feel jaded <laughs> those drums are recorded so poorly <laughs> like listen to that like <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I love it
1: It gives them energy They don't care This is like a guitar tone <laughs> And it's, it's foreshadowing a later part. Yeah.
0: Oh, how cr- crazy and chaotic it sounds.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: it's about to kick up.
0: love the baseline here and that that's so cool too that's so cool pull pull away for like 3 seconds right here back yeah how cool is that like uh, yeah yeah and then you're on to a new part love that he sneaks in like short segments like five three to five six seconds
1: of- it's like a post chorus
0: yeah it was like a post chorus yeah. just yeah. just for a line yeah and he uses them in a way that like transitions like from one part to another right and like not many people not many bands do that you know yeah not, I, I never hear that
1: another reason why the album wasn't popular <laughs> there's a couple there's a couple reasons (laughs) oh what a bass part
0: it's like you can almost hear the pain in that guitar line
1: i love that line too wednesday is over i'm sober again <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's such a that's such a julie casablanca's line he loves talking he loves talking about dates yeah and and yeah and 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 drinking for sure <laughs> See, it's like, it's very interesting. It's like, it's recorded so poorly, but like, it's still, the parts are still very clear and distinct.
1: Well, it's you going know? for like that vibe of like, lo- lo- lo-fi is the wrong word, but like, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's 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 trying to sound energetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. by distorting it, it's kind of giving it more energy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: You know, like that voice right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Yeah, and yeah a lot of people always say like compression they they think yeah they think they put like distortion on his mic but then they're surprised like when they see that he sounds like that live too right so it's like yeah it's really like i don't know how much of an effect like the, you, you know like how much the mic effects like play in, into it
1: yeah i don't know yeah that, that I, love, always... I love the passion. I love the passion. Right yeah. Now. This is very sad as well.
0: Yeah, I was, I was. I wanted to talk about any any songs where like you really like like his lyrics on this album.
1: I think the one I like the lyrics the most of the one that always affected me the most is the b-side i'll oh. try anything once
0: oh yeah like, yeah yeah
1: that's the one that always like yeah and and there's another b-side like i like their b-side lyrics better yeah which is called like like old-fashioned uh, oh, modern...
0: Yeah, modern men young women or something or... modern girls mo- yeah
1: mo- uh old-fashioned, old-fashioned men.
0: men yeah and he's he saying that with his like girlfriend at the time right or something
1: It's for she's really good. She's a fun one, Hmm. like for like making music interesting.
0: Yeah, the the lyrics in "I'll try anything once," right? They're just like he says a different, different things.
1: It's like he keeps he
0: keeps he keeps some of the things in, in "You Only Live Once," right? Like some of the lyrics. no, almost none. I think just oh, only okay.
1: simmer down. Shut me up. I think that's oh, it. Oh,
0: okay. So like the verses are all different, right? He says different, and the things. bridge
1: too. It's just the choruses yeah. are the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. What do you like about the changes he made into the lyrics for "I'll Try Anything Once" versus "You Only Live Once"?
1: Oh man! Like for some weird reason. It breaks my heart uh, but probably because of the actual sound of it too and the way he sings it but it's like i relate to it for some reason those words just like strike a chord in my heart um just the way he sees the world in this song Mm -hmm. but it's it's more i i guess like it sounds more truthful, but maybe not. Maybe that was just my perspective at the time. But I feel like they're both interesting lyrics. I do like both the lyrics, but they're very different.
0: More personal. More
1: more personal. Yeah. And, and yeah. more sad. <laughs> more sad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he keeps it more like universal, general in You Only Live Once.
1: I, I like Seven Reasons to Drop Out. That's one of my favorites. Uh, seven Ways to Get Ahead and Seven Reasons to Drop Out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ten Decisions Shape Your Life. You'll be aware of five of them. You're aware of half of the most important decisions yeah. that you make in your life. Yeah, that's that's a good lyric.
1: Either you're noticed or left out. But yeah, like I think I was a kid that didn't really accept myself and... Um, you know, it's yeah. it's yeah, me neither. So, I related to this.
0: Did, did you ever listen to uh Haim's version? I I, lo- I love I Haim's cover of this.
1: I just think it's a beautiful song. I think it it's it, it still might be my favorite Julian Casablanca song. <laughs> can
0: we can we put it on just for th- this one's for sure. Sarah cuz I know she's going to listen to this. So
1: I I actually do like you know I have a fascination with women singing Stroke songs. <laughs> a fetish. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: I honestly just think his voice, his melodies are so beautifully sung when it's sung by women. It, it gives it yeah. such a different feel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Love the piano. The piano in this.
3: decision shape your life? You'll be aware of five about and seven ways to go through school either you noticed or left out and seven ways to get ahead and seven reasons to drop
0: She's bad. such a beautiful voice, it's very unique.
3: When I said I can see me in your eyes, and you said She's really
0: a She could be like soft with her voice. She could be sh- sharp and loud with her voice. She can be deep with her voice.
1: What a beautiful melody.
0: Yeah, I know, yeah.
3: just take it out on friends oh everybody plays the game and if you don't you call didn't say anything no 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 it's not safe no more i've got to
0: yeah i love i loved that cover love that cover like what do you like what do you think like so do you think like like how would you compare it to you you only live once like is it like you feel like the beauty isn't and the emotions aren't expressed as well as it is in i'll try anything once um
1: like one is Kind of like giving up, and one is kind of fighting. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh,
0: people are this way. It's more judgmental. It's it seems a little much more judgmental. And you only live once.
1: Yeah. Well, you only mm. live once. Is like he sees that's the way the world is, and is kind of giving up on it. Yeah. This one is like he doesn't like the way the world is, mm. but he's not mm. giving up on it.
0: Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good way that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Never thought of it that way. Um so yeah, we we talked a lot about this album. And uh I it's guess, an epic
1: that, album too. <laughs>
0: I guess the common consensus is just just needed definitely needed some editing for sure. Uh the songs were much longer. Uh it was like four or four minutes and a half uh some three minutes but yeah I, d- I don't think they had like four minute and a half songs in the first two albums
1: it's more it sounds more perfect right mm-hmm. so it's it's yeah. it's a little like clearer and um more politely polished mm-hmm that's not why, would I, the problems I have with it is just that sometimes it's cheesy to me.
0: My opinion is that I feel like they were very conflicted. Um, there was definitely, like, an identity crisis. Like, okay, we want to try something new, right? Because you told me that, like, y- you've heard him in, in interviews, uh, like, defend Room Under Fire, right? Because a lot of people criticized it for being a weaker, is this it? Right. So I think he was like, okay, fuck you guys. (laughs) Let's go. Let's just go with a complete new sound in a complete new direction. Uh, And so, yeah, it was definitely a risk. I'm glad glad they tried
1: something. Oh, yeah. But...
0: Yeah, just very inconsistent. It kind of lost its lost its charm. I think that's a very important thing and I will stand by it. I feel like they lost the charm that the first two albums had. And but they tried a, a, something else.
1: Uh yeah, I don't want to go through You only live once uh, has uh, some charm.
0: Yes, yes, and that's why I think it's arguably one of the best songs on the album.
1: And one of the best songs to play for somebody where you're like, you know, this is the Strokes type thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think there's any point in us like being critical about what they could have done differently. I don't think you know. Let's.
1: It's more the good.
0: Yeah, let's look. Let's look for the good things. And I know. I know (laughs) you made
1: juice box. Just the beginning. Yeah.
0: But I think I think it's their most manic song by far.
1: It's very sour at it's that Lydian or whatever. Or Locrian story.
0: Yeah, there's moments. Yeah. Very, very interesting melody. Uh its you you know what I, I I see what you mean by the cheese. This sounds like like a Batman music theme or something, you know? like Batman's about to hit someone in the face and then they go flying and then it says kapow in, in big bubbles you know that that's what I get when I hear this or or they're like running to the Batmobile or
1: something <laughs> yeah you know like some, some Marvel shit like. and it goes on for so long <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's actually pushed up in the mix. I remember
0: I remember remember singing this at karaoke uh, and I remember like this dude was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I like, uh, like how you pushed your voice like in, in the in the chorus part like he didn't know the song yeah he was like yeah you know you don't hear like someone pushing a voice like that and singing like that you don't hear that too often yeah, yeah definitely moments on this album where they pushed the cheese i think just a little too hard uh yeah. for example um here this, this could almost be a weezer song listen to this I, I can almost imagine like Rivers Kumo like singing over this.
1: It reminds me of Dope Nose a bit, and maybe like mm-hmm. yeah, maybe something off the yeah. Blue album even, but not quite. But yeah, yeah. But it's it's um when Weezer was doing it, they're still trying things. Yeah, and when Strokes were doing it, yeah like it sounded like they're i don't know like it just, just doesn't i don't know this sucks i'm just not on the same page with them yeah um yeah because i guess because you know expectations yeah. and being a fan
0: yeah but, yeah yeah yeah.
1: so maybe if i had my perspective Ch- changed and mm. didn't know it was the strokes. Maybe I could have appreciated it more, but I don't know. Mm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely sucks. You know, like I'm guilty of it too. You know, like you hold them to like such a high regard, right? Uh, and then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, you know, when they're going through an identity crisis, at, and 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 they and there was a lot of dysfunction in the band as we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, like he mentioned in an interview like that that this hiatus after this album was like so necessary cuz he was just so like burnt out from like touring and all the drinking and drugs yeah so yeah
1: what i would say to people like listening in case they're fans of the album is that i i like every song but just there's some decisions that were just a little too cheesy for me
0: yeah and you definitely could have used some editing. I think, like, um, you know, uh, "Hail to the Thief" by Radiohead, like, I can has that had that same criticism too. Just two, just a little, like, two or three too many songs, and definitely could have cut off. You know, like, what, like, like, like seven, eight, nine, ten minutes. Of stuff.
1: Yeah. But it's more, for me, it's more parts of songs than actual songs.
0: Mm, Okay. Okay. Like, I think there's, I
1: don't know if there's any song that's like crap from beginning to end, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like, like almost half the songs have a section. I'm like, ah, what are you doing? Like,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Like this song, if it just came in without that cheesy intro, like, uh, Right and, th- and these intros are like twenty five seconds, you know. They're, they're not sh- short. They're not really short. Right. Some are
1: even longer.
0: <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yes, the int- intros and interludes of some songs.
0: Chorus. I I can't, I feel like oh, the chorus is just a little. That melody so cheesy. <laughs> da 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 da. Like, oh, that's so cliche. Oh, that is such a pop cliche. Like, I feel sick to my stomach hearing that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the first impressions lovers. But yeah, I don't know. I was there. I can't. I, can't. I
1: just can't. <laughs> remember when we went to that dance party, the Strokes dance party? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everybody in the audience was, not everybody, but the biggest amount of people were singing along to this song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Was Was that at...
0: um was that at sneaky d's
1: yeah but i was surprised i was surprised that people revered it it's it's it it's danzo it's a beautiful melody
0: yeah it's still it has that it has that strokes charm it's a little cheesy but it has that strokes charm so i guess it doesn't make it cheesy
1: It's a good drinking song. <laughs> the I- Irish. The Irish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some of that on this. I love this phrasing of that. Part. It's such
0: a weird, like, what instrument is
1: that? He's really savoring his vocals in this. <laughs> He's, he's, don't, he's, yeah. don't be a
0: coconut. God is trying to talk to you.
1: <laughs> I love his vocal performance.
0: Very Lou Reed very here. Very Lou I think this was one of their favorites. Like, I think there's a lot on here that they didn't like. Just just like how uh, there's a lot of Hail to the Thief that Radiohead didn't like. Um, but I think You Only Live Once in, "In Eyes of the World, I think they do like. Because they still play this song, right? Like, even, even when we uh, saw them in their reunion concert, they played it. And he played it even when he was with The Voids. Cool. That was really cool, and and the crowd loved it when he played uh, this with the voids.
1: Arguably, don't like the intro, but but it's it's beautiful after that.
0: Yeah, I think they just overdid it. They overdid it with the intros. They they had like good like. Sh- short random intros in is this it and yeah and then and room of fire too like so short and so like unnoticeable that like you might not even remember it like that that's how good it is right but these it's like you remember it but not in a good way not in a tasteful way
1: (laughs) it's yeah It doesn't suit the song a lot of the time. Yeah,
0: yeah. was trying with like some cool rhythms like he wouldn't play a rhythm like this in in any of the first two albums
1: you're right so
0: yeah. they i think they were they were pushing i i appreciate the fact that they were trying something new for sure but it was just like you said like just a very sudden change in everything like everything the way it was produced the approach
1: but but for me yeah, I think yeah. it's just that sh- instrumental show off not even show off but like there's instrumental sections that don't fit the song and I'm always like yeah why okay. it's not it's like it's like seven minutes but there's just some parts that don't seem cohesive to the song or or necessary to the song
0: hmm what about this part do you think this part adds, this part, this part. Does this part add anything to the song?
1: It does remind me of Weezer a little bit, but but it's okay. It doesn't bug me. Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, I, I see it now. I didn't. Yeah, I see it. I see it.
2: r r this part. That's so jazz.
1: <laughs> That's so jazz. <laughs> <laughs> That's so jazz.
0: It's like a, it's like a vocal warm up, you know, like a, like a. That's the way I see it. Just like when music was born and detached from your heart, is, free time, two, months, like your, heart, is your free time to free minds or for, for falling apart? He <laughs> was, was very depressed here. <laughs> Yeah, let's. Uh, I, I, we should wrap this up soon. Yeah, I'm Before tired for, I, I've for been, a while. I've huh?
1: been. Dry. I'm tired now. I'm. I'm exhausted. Oh, because the first impressions just just uh,
0: drained the rest of your soul, the soul out of you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and they came back right. So they took a four. What was it a four year hiatus? and they came back and like you said they're like these first two songs here it's like you know it was clear that they were trying to bring back that like stroke sound 10 years ago and 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 you know make a comeback but but yeah just kind of very dysfunctional like the way that they recorded it uh i read uh I read somewhere that Valenzi just hated the whole process. The album took more than two years. This is all dysfunctional. It took them two years to materialize with the band recording live demos of 18 songs before heading into Avatar Studios in New York with producer Joe Ciccarelli. But without Casablancas, yeah. So I heard that like he distanced himself like he didn't even go into like you know the studio with the rest of the band and he like emailed his vocal tracks to the rest of the band and he i think he just wanted yeah the the others to contribute more and to have more of a say in things that's what i heard from his side but but Valenzi didn't appreciate it he found the whole experience deeply dissatisfying I won't do the next album if we make it like this. No way. It was awful. Just awful. Working in a fractured way. Not having a singer there. I'd show up certain days and do guitar takes by myself. Just me and the engineer. He added that most of Casablanca's ideas and suggestions were written in really, in quotes, in really vague terms and then sent to the band by email leaving the others without much to go on. In an interview with Pitchfork, Casablanca stated, when I'm there, people might wait for me to say something. I think it took me being a little mute to force the initiative. So, yeah.
1: Very dysfunctional. And they went back to their album length with the next two albums that people are used to and comfortable with. But I, I, yeah, for some reason... I never really got back into them, but I do love some songs, kind of. But I do think there's some good songwriting there and some good musicianship and some good songs.
0: Mm -hmm. I think think this was one of my favorite. We don't have to get into it. Uh, Life is Simple in the Moonlight. Uh, Apparently they recorded that, ported that with Joe Ciccarelli and he's worked with U2 and the White Stripes. Um, But so so they came up with a lot of material but most of the original material was scrapped uh they didn't like it in the end and this was the only track that held over from those original sessions that they kept and then the other tracks they ended up uh recording it with their original engineer gus alberg Alberg. yeah all right uh yes i think we covered uh Oh, just one, one, one little thing before we go. I was playing one of the songs on "Is This It," and I was just like, "Hey, wait a minute! Like, I feel like this just reminded me of all these things that I've done by The Killers, you know." And so I was like, "Why not just try speeding it up by 1.5 and see if it sounds like The Strokes?" Lo and behold, it sounded like The Strokes. There you go. Uh, killer sped up by one point two five ends up being the stroke.